You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Brought to you by Seedmaster. Save up to $22.50 per acre on canola with the Seedmaster Ultra Pro 2 Individual Row Metering System. Today, the province announces 11 water management demonstration projects with 10 stakeholder organizations. The province is spending $1 million to study drainage and flood reduction projects. We talk with the director of the Ag in Motion show, which is featured on the internet all week tomorrow through Saturday. Real Agriculture looks at the world record for wheat yield set in New Zealand. FCC partners with a 14-year-old farm youth who has set up a program to help young people expand their farming knowledge. And Regina-based Viterra announces a major grain elevator near Winnipeg. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by the Candiac Auction Mart. To consign your cattle, call them today at 424-2967. The Saskatchewan government has outlined a million-dollar comprehensive study of water management in the province. Lyle Stewart is the legislative secretary to the minister for the Sask Water Security Agency, Greg Ottenbright. Stewart says there are almost a dozen water management demonstration projects to be undertaken across Saskatchewan. A number of water uh, management demonstration projects were uh, kicking off uh, officially today. Uh, some of there, many of them are underway already, uh, but we wanted to make an announcement that included them all. And there's there's 11 projects in total that are sort of in three types of projects: there are drainage approvals and water management options, you know, land under that type of project, uh, landowners uh, who are receiving approvals will demonstrate ways to reduce impacts of flooding, uh, water quality and habitat, and things of that nature. Uh, the second type is uh, infield demonstration site research. In, in that type of projects, some research projects will examine if crop residue management, fertility management, or or certain cover crops can be used to reduce downstream flooding and uh, water quality impacts. And the third type is threshold analysis, and these projects will determine how much water needs to be retained or stored to manage the impacts uh, to downstream flooding, water quality, and wildlife habitat. We have specific projects. Very curious. It sounds like this is quite a major announcement, major project. Yeah, it is. It's, I think, pretty good value for our money for what we're going to get here. We're putting a million dollars into this to help the individuals and organizations uh, that are doing this. But it's we're going to learn a lot from that relatively small investment. The projects are uh, the Saskatchewan Association of Watersheds is overseeing a project to uh, coordinate and provide qualified persons services for demonstration projects. The Saskatchewan Heavy Construction Association will evaluate the impact of drainage on rural municipality infrastructure and examining uh, projected flows and things of that nature uh, to determine the, the impact. Saskatchewan Irrigation Projects Association will uh, coordinate engineering services for projects with an irrigation component. Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation will select demonstration projects that will 
determine the impact on wildlife, uh, that's birds and mammals, reptiles, amphibians, aquatic insects, and uh, wetland plant species. They'll also examine changes in the quality or quantity of wetlands and upland habitat and species response to those changes. Prairie Agriculture Machinery Institute will research uh, the agronomic and economic benefits and impacts of agricultural water management by examining uh, crop yields, salinity, and field operating efficiency. Uh, Discovery Farm, Glacier Farm Media uh, will implement a multi-year research and demonstration project at the Ag and Motion Discovery Farm site to investigate the effectiveness of crop residue, uh, fertility management, and cover crops. So it will reduce downstream flows and nutrient loading. Why has the province launched such a comprehensive study of water management? Well, we we started out trying to uh, consult with farmers individually and various farm organizations and environmental organizations and, you know, related organizations uh, around agricultural drainage to see how we can get the maximum amount of drainage with the minimum impact downstream. And farmers started coming forward to us with ideas that they thought needed research, and partners presented themselves to carry out these research projects. And uh, so in what we thought was going to be a few months of consultation on uh, a new drainage program for the province turned into uh, what's going to be several years of demonstration projects to prove in real time and in our conditions what the right answers are. Lyle Stewart is the Legislative Secretary to the Minister for the Water Security Agency. This segment is brought to you by the Canadian Canola Growers Association, helping farmers succeed for over 35 years. Visit ccga.ca to learn more. And brought to you by Salford Group. The summer early order program is extended through July. Call your Salford Equipment dealer or visit salfordgroup.com. About 3,000 farmers have registered for this week's Ag in Motion Internet event. The major farm show northwest of Saskatoon is being held only as a digital Internet event this week due to COVID-19. Show director Rob O'Connor says farm equipment, crop plots, and presentations will be streamed online for free. He says the show is called Ag in Motion Discovery Plus. Yeah, so tomorrow morning at 8.30, the platform opens up where we will open up with uh, some different speakers. And basically what I should do is let you know, when you go onto the platform, the Ag in Motion Discover Plus program, what it is is it's made up of uh, seminars, equipment video, uh, demonstration videos, trade show booths, virtual trade show booths for companies. And basically what that means is there's some different brochures and articles, show specials, contact information for over 170 companies that are participating in the show. Um, so that and kind of in a nutshell wraps up what the show looks like. There's a lot of different content in the platform. There's about 240 different sessions over the next five days. And there's a wide variety of content. In there are topics around farm management, growing your crop, new crop inputs that are available, equipment, whole sector just on livestock, whether it's dairy, beef, bison, or sheep, uh, it's all in there. What are some of the pieces of new equipment being unveiled? Yeah, we're really lucky that uh, companies like John Deere and New Holland Hop have uh, used the Ag and Motion Discovery Plus platform to launch new equipment to North America and the world. 
And, uh, you know, for instance, John Deere has a combine that they're launching here tomorrow morning. And, uh, yeah, there'll be other products there. So we also open up at 9.30 tomorrow morning with the Innovation Showcase. And there's a, a group of companies that are launching innovative products at the show. And uh, you get a chance to learn a little bit more about those. And we'll be crowning the winners in each of the four categories. You have a site at Langham where you usually hold the show, but because of COVID-19, it's all on the Internet. How do some of those crop tours look? Because I understand those are supposed to be also available to watch. Yes. So what we've done is there's a group of companies that right from the start of Ag in Motion six years ago had committed to growing crops every year. Um, and those plots they use for demonstrations or research or a combination of both. And of course, this year we just can't uh, allow people to come to the property in those numbers. So they've still grown their crop plots. Plus, they've enhanced some of their own research plots in their other farm locations. And we've gone out there and we've taken videotape of each one of those companies. And those will be available throughout the five days. And we just call it, simply call that the crop plot tour. And each company that's involved with that uh, will be there. And we'll marry up a couple sometimes to fill a full half-hour slot. But, uh, yeah, you get a chance to see the different crop genetics, how the different crop inputs and combinations of those crop inputs work, and get to the opportunity to see what those different companies are uh, bringing to the market. How does a farmer register and what does it cost? Well, first off, it's free to anybody. So all you have to do is go to the eggandmotion.ca website. There is, on the very first page is a link to get you into the Egg and Motion Discovery Plus platform. When you enter, it'll ask you a few simple questions. Just answer those questions and you'll be granted access to the entire site. And on there, as I mentioned, there's seminars, different equipment demonstrations, livestock demonstrations, chat rooms, you can talk to different companies, or even among the other farmers that are there. There's even a window that allows you to see everybody who's at the event as well. The Ag in Motion Internet event runs tomorrow through Saturday. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney on The Source, 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. Recently in New Zealand, they broke the world record for wheat yield. 258.8 bushels per acre, something that we couldn't even imagine on the prairies. There's a lot of reasons why in New Zealand they're able to achieve these record-breaking yields and some of these yield challenges. I recently had a discussion with Peter W.P. Johnson, real ag agronomist, about some of those conditions and practices which really allowed this record to be broken. Crazy stuff. 258.8 bushels per acre Clearly, clearly someone not listening to you. Exactly, man. Like, holy snap. And we all need to take take lessons from Eric. Eric Watson out of New Zealand, he held the record. It was 249.7. He broke his own record. Uh, wow, I can't even grow 258 bushel corn, let alone 258 bushel wheat. So that's 
that's awesome. But some of the stuff, and, and it's fun to listen to what they did. They had a super low seating rate, uh, you know, and, and yet they had super high head counts. If you do the math on that, the Nature Nut Nick out of Strathroy emailed me and said, do the math on that. They had 10 tillers per plant, 10 heads per, per plant out in that particular wheat field. And I'm just going, man, I don't really want that many tillers. Mostly, if you get that many tillers, you have small tillers. But they were talking about 1,200 or more, 1,260, something like that, heads per square meter. That's 126 heads per square foot. Like, that's unbelievable, Sean. You do that here, it would all go flat as pee on a plate. We get over 800 heads per square per square meter, 80 heads per square foot, we can just pretty much guarantee it's going to lodge. So what they were doing to keep it standing and, and all, it, it's cool stuff. Those are, those are awesome yields to, to aim for, though. Man, the bar has been set really high, and I'm gunning for it. may never get there, but I'm gunning for it. <laughs> you know, but, but Pete, okay, that's uh, how much of that yield... Obviously, there's some good, high-intense management practices being put to work. But New Zealand's got the season for it. Like, we would never in Canada have, we never would have the chance to break that record. So I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but it, it, it all is about grain fill. And, and so they're a maritime climate, right? They're surrounded by water. He's under irrigation. So water is a, not a limiting factor. You grow wheat in southern Alberta. We're at Lethbridge, right? And you grow it under irrigation, and you can grow pretty solid wheat crop there because yep. typically your, your temperatures, you're talking about 20-degree temperatures, wheat wants an 18-degree day and a 10-degree night. And if, if you could keep your temperatures in line, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you get the sunshine. I'm not, I'm not sure you couldn't challenge at least 200 bushel per acre. But you'd, you'd need those cool temperatures. That's really kind of what does it in New Zealand for them. They get those cool temperatures through that grain fill period, and then they make water non-limiting. And, and man, I'm, my, my mouth waters every time I think about that. There's no question. It's just, it kind of blows your mind. It's impressive. And it, the idea here is that everybody is not going to be able to grow 258.8 bushel wheat, but it, it does raise the bar for for what potentially is in in that crop now of course somebody's going to email me and say why would we ever want that much wheat i have a hard time selling what i already have but that's a whole other story we're, we're having fun here with just trying to grow more yeah absolutely and, and at the end of the day if you don't have bushels to sell it's pretty hard to make money so i've been down that let's all grow less and and the price will go up and we'll make more and that actually would work, Sean, except that everybody globally would have to grow less. And then who would starve out of that, that price going up? And I don't know. At the end of the day, you got to have bushels to, to sell to make money. And, and that's just the, the hamster wheel we're spinning on. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. Canola and its beautiful bright yellow flower blankets the prairies every growing season with 20 million plus acres. There's one place you need to go to get all your canola agronomic information, canolaschool.com. That's where you'll find all you need to know about seeding, disease, weeds and insects, harvest and marketing. 
engaging and informative content all at your fingertips when you need the information. Visit canolaschool.com, brought to you by Invigor Hybrid Canola and BSF Canada. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin or Devin at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather, mainly cloudy, 60% chance of showers and risk of a thunderstorm today and tonight, the high 23, the low 12. Tomorrow, partly cloudy with a high 24, the low 13. Wednesday, sunny with a high 29, 30% chance of evening showers, the low 16. Thursday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 30, the low 15. Friday, clearing sky, the high 27, the low 16. Saturday, sunny, the high 29, the low 14. Sunday, sunny, the high near 27. Normal high is 26, the normal low is 11. The sun rose at 510 this morning. It sets at 859 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is South End at 24 degrees. That's 820 kilometers north of Regina. The cold spot at Watrous, 15 degrees. Estevan is 17, Saskatoon and Swift Current, 19. Weyburn, 16. Yorkton is 19 degrees. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 20. That's 68 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west, southwest at 5. Humidity, 76%. Thermometer dropping, 101.7. Park the cloudy, Moose Jaw 22, winds are from the northwest to date. Once again, Regina cloudy and 20, that's 68 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Farmers, get your spot loss hail insurance with SMHI online or connect with an agent. Storms are unpredictable. SMHI isn't. Farm Credit Canada is partnering with a 14-year-old farm youth to launch an agriculture technology learning program on the Internet. 14-year-old Luke Selinski has set up AgTech Steam on the Internet and is offering learning modules for rural youth to learn about science, engineering, and math fields needed for successful farming. FCC is helping me launch AgTech Steam and making it a product slash service. It's a bit of both. Just what is AgTech Steam? It's a product in the way that you would get a it's a subscription that you would get to to learn about different things like beef, dairy, crop health, soil health, weather because weather is always important. And it's a service in the way that you're also learning, kind of like in the way how school is a service. And who's this aimed at? Uh, rural youth? Yeah, this is aimed at rural, rural youth, or really anyone who really, or anyone who wants a slow introduction to um, what the world of ag has to offer. I understand you offer 50 different packages. Yeah, 50 different packages in the working. Right now, there are about four that are in the most complete stages, and that is soil health, plant health, crop health, and weather. But ultimately, you want to teach rural youth about agriculture, science, engineering, and even the math of farming? Yeah, because there's always mathematical things. I remember when my one of my content packs, it was on under mathematics, I said, 
I asked the youth, I asked our people who were going to use it to calculate the economic downturn of a farmer's field if he chooses, if he, under soil health, if he chooses to use too much chemicals or if something goes wrong. So you're teaching about the economics of farming. What what else is in the course? And there's art because because that would be a really nice kind of fun activity for the youth to just kind of take a break from all that mind working activity of science, engineering, technology, and math. How does someone access this information? It's mostly going to be on all online to make it all access as accessible as possible. But we are planning on coming out with a physical box sometime, although we although we are still working on that, so don't hold your breath. And what does it cost? I see Farm Credit Canada is part of the involvement with this. I'm going to be completely level with you. I haven't really been working on the cost. I think this is more of going to be of a a free service and just going to be more of a free service, honestly. Why do you want to make this effort to offer a free service? I want to make it as accessible as possible because so many of these other learning services and a couple of the other programs I've used are asking you to pay hundreds of dollars a month for big courses. And I just want to make AgTech Steam as accessible as possible for people who might not have a lot, who might not have the amount of money that some other people have. What's your background in farming? For as long as I can remember, I have grown up in the prairies. I was born in Steinbach, Manitoba, and we live by a really small town called Labrokri. And we had a fairly big ranch with highland cows that we would take care of, and my dad would, my dad and my mom would teach me about fencing and ranching. I had horses that I would go and take care of. We had ducks for a while before our neighbors uh, killed them. That was kind of sad. I understand your father uh, has quite a background. He manages uh, two large farms. Yeah, he's managed um, so many. He's managed over. He's managed nearly almost ten farms in his lifetime that I can remember. And this is his biggest yet. 14-year-old Luke Selinski has set up AgTech Steam and with a partnership with FCC is offering farm information programs aimed at rural youth. He lives on an acreage north of Calgary. His father manages a 20,000-acre farm with land in Alberta and southeast Saskatchewan. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. Regina-based grain handler Viterra is set to replace a relatively small concrete elevator just northwest of Winnipeg with a new high-throughput terminal. Glencore Agriculture's Prairie Grain Arm said Thursday, build a new high-throughput in the municipality of Rosser near the northwest corner of Winnipeg's Perimeter Highway. Viterra President and CEO Kyle Jaworski says it's a huge upgrade at the site. With the construction of a new high-throughput elevator, the elevator is going to be 34,000 tons of uh, capacity, able to load 134 cars continuously in a loop track design. 
The capacity of the existing facility there is just over 6,000 tons. So this is a major expansion, notably in automation. It's a major upgrade and not only the size of the facility but the technology within the facility. So this is going to have all of the state-of-the-art equipment to be able to effectively handle the necessary quality control measures but also the speed, efficiency, the automation that comes with uh, the latest and greatest technology that's available to us. The old facility was built back in the 1980s and the new facility will be operational in about one year's time. We've started construction already so we've started uh, some of the earthwork and uh, we will be complete by fall of 2021. So just after harvest begins of 2021, we'll be operational. Jaworski says hundreds of farmers will be served in a 150-kilometer radius around the facility near Winnipeg. Kyle Jaworski is the president and CEO of Regina-based Viterra. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia, and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose 270 at 447.78. Yellow peas gained 218 at 244.89. Number one red spring wheat dropped $3.92 at 217.32. The rest were unchanged. Durham 266.39, feed barley 195.70, flax 528 dollars 85 cents, lentils 582.50, oats 248.16, yellow peas 251.89, and feed wheat 172.88. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, September spring wheat is down seven and a half cents at 505 and a quarter cent a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Now the latest livestock quotations. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Better than 400 cattle on a regular sale on Tuesday. Cow market is quite active. It's a bit picky, but very, very active. The average 90 cents on all the cows we sold. The really typey, fleshy cows with confirmation to back uh, the kind and the amount of flesh that they have. Shiny cows off grass or 95 to a dollar and the other ones as high as a dollar to 50 so certainly lots of strength into that six different individuals between feeders and the different plants bidding actively on the cows uh, just a very very healthy cow market giving the times we're in the bulls traded as high as 137.50 uh we did have some bulls with the wear and tear of the breeding season breakdowns uh substantially lower than that bringing them the average to 119 straight through and all the bulls the two-year-old feeding uh, heifer rats in that 120 to 136 three-year-old young feeding cows from 95 to a dollar 20 and that's the way it is in cattle country heartland swift current now the latest saskatchewan pork prices ham sold 4800 hogs friday selling a range of 117 to 152 per ckg today's sales are expected to be around 8900 head selling a range of 118 to 152 per ckg 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, July 18th are Ole West, 109.60, Maple Leaf, 
123.58, Ham's Cash 121.58, Thunder Creek Brickle 140, High Life Cash 132.07, and High Life Adjusted $151.25 per CKG. Ham's Cash Hog price today is mixed, and four contract prices opened lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was down 17 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3574. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 73.70 cents US. US cash reference markets are mixed to start the week, with the negotiated Western Corn Belt region up 26 cents, Iowa Southern Minnesota formula $1.18 higher, and the national reference base was down 6 cents US to 100 weight. Despite the modest move lower in the national region, price trends have remained relatively flat since the end of June, and base settlement values will likely repeat the trend if no major disruptions materialize between now and Friday. While it is much too early to determine if the marketing conditions in the fourth quarter will lead to pressure further out, the bottom may have been defined for now. Lean hog futures are starting the week off on a lower note. At the open, the market saw some weakness in the nearbys and modest strength in the deferreds. However, all contracts are lower through mid-trade, with the nearbys taking the brunt of the pressure. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report brought to you by the Foam Lake Combine Lotto. Win 225000 in cash or three hundred grand in combine cash. Ticket info at combinelotto.com. Chevron will take over Noble Energy for $5 billion U.S. in the first big deal announced since the COVID-19 pandemic shook the energy sector. Chevron has been shopping for assets since last year. With crude prices down more than 30% this year, it jumped today with an all-stock offering for the independent Houston oil and gas driller. The total enterprise value of the deal is $13 billion, with Chevron assuming Noble's debt. There have been some minor side effects, but scientists at Oxford University say their experimental COVID-19 vaccine has produced good early results. The study, conducted on about 1,000 people, prompted a protective immune response in hundreds of people who got the shot. Dr. Adrian Hill says the vaccine does well at triggering both arms of the immune system. He says neutralizing antibodies are produced, molecules which are key to blocking infection and that the vaccine also causes a reaction in the body's T-cells which help to fight off the coronavirus. Canada's main stock index moved higher in late morning trading as gold prices rose, while U.S. stocks started the week mixed. The TSX composite index was up 33 points at 16,157. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 61 points at 26,610. The Canadian dollar traded for 73.83 cents U.S., compared with an average of 73.84 cents on Friday. The September crude oil contract was down 10 cents at $40.65 a barrel. That's the Resource Report. Stay tuned for the closing grain prices at 1.45 this afternoon and an Agri-News report at 3.45 p.m. Tomorrow morning, there's another Agri-News report at 6.45 a.m. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.